When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You are listening to a replay of last night's live edition of the Patriots News Desk, brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, broadcasted live on the ColorCast app. If you'd like to listen live, I've left a link in the description. Also, if you're an out-of-market Patriots fan who can't get the game live, or you're just looking for alternative commentary, I've been signed as the ColorCast Patriots Superfan, doing play-by-play and analysis for every Patriots game this season. Again, if you're interested with anything that I'm doing on ColorCast, you can download the ColorCast app with the link I've left in the description. And what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Ray, and welcome to this Wednesday, September the 28th, 2021 edition of the Patriots News Desk, brought to you by Dear Pats Nation, broadcasted live on ColorCast. Don't forget that you can catch this show live Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, live on ColorCast. If you're new to the Patriots News Desk, it's brought to you by Dear Pats Nation. We cover the New England Patriots in many different ways. You can catch us on YouTube for the fan-driven DPN live show, where our audience has control of the content. We make video reports on Newsbreak, where you can get quick breakdowns of all the latest news for the Patri- uh, based on the New England Patriots. And of course, you can join our Patreon channel where you get exclusive content and live shows. Of course, I'm here on ColorCast doing the Patriots News Desk, but I'm also the Patriots super fan doing play-by-play for every Patriots game this season right up until I call the Patriots winning Super Bowl 56. So make sure that you tune in to my alternative commentary live here on ColorCast. The two topics that I am going to be deep diving today are the Bills reporter who predicts that the Patriots will finish the season with a 6-11 and record. And from teammates to foes, Mac Jones, Tua Tango Viola square off and the Patriots week one game versus the Miami Dolphins. Guys, and we all know the deep dives are great. And most of the time they bring us the entertainment value. However, there are other stories and opinions out there that we should be paying attention to. So here are five quick stories and opinions that Pat's nation should keep an eye on. We start with the first story that may leave a couple Patriots fans worried, but Henry McKenna of the Patriots Wire wrote an article today called Ramondre Stevenson Suffered a Dislocated Thumb Could Play Week 1. Here's what some of that article said. It said New England Patriots running back Ramondre Stevenson suffered dislocated thumb during practice last week, according to the Athletics' Jeff Howe. There is still some optimism Stevenson could play in week one. In the preseason, Stevenson led the NFL with 217 rushing yards and five rushing touchdowns with 7.2 yards per carry, were second only to his teammate J.J. Taylor, who also made the Patriots' 53-man roster. Surely New England is hoping it can get the rookie on the field week one. His bruising style works in complement with the other backs on the team, including Damian Harris, James White, Taylor, and Brandon Bolden. Now, a lot of Patriot fans are excited about New England's new tight end court with Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, and I think a lot of us are wondering how are the Patriots going to use them this season. 
Phil Perry wrote an article on NBC Sports called How Will the Patriots Deploy Their Two New Tight Ends? And it goes like this. If the Patriots want to see an immediate return on their tight end investment, though, they're going to be using Smith and Henry, both of whom are expected to be healthy enough to play against Miami a lot more than they did in August. Still, having both players, two players who've missed significant time in the past due to injury, isn't a given. And McDaniels knows it. The Patriots are going to need their tight ends in 2021. It's where they've invested after throwing just 33 passes to tight ends in 2020 with 18 caught for 254 yards and a touchdown. No team ran less 12 personnel than the Patriots, 2% of the plays last year per sharp football. And that came after a season in 2019 when no team threw more frequently to their tight ends, 52 targets. Whatever the Patriots unveil on Sunday will likely won't come as a complete and utter shock to Brian Flores and his defense. When Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez were teammates in New England, they ranked among the most productive tight end tandems in league history. Though McDaniels was elsewhere for two of those years, coaching the Broncos in 2010 and then serving as the Rams offensive coordinator in 2011, he was offensive coordinator in 2012 when the young tight end pair combined for 106 catches. There's plenty of tape out there that could lead to clues about the direction in which McDaniels will take this year's offense. The next story isn't necessarily a Patriots story, but it's a former Patriots player who Pat's Nation seems to like to keep tabs on. But Christopher Bryce of the Golden Globe wrote an article called Former Patriots Wide Receiver Danny Amendola Reportedly Signs a One-Year Deal with the Texans. Here's what the article said. It looks like former Patriots receiver Danny Amendola has a new employer. According to NFL media, Amendola is set to sign a one-year, $2.5 million deal with the Texans. The 35-year-old Amendola, who played for Detroit the last two seasons, caught 108 passes for 1,280 yards and one touchdown with the Lions. In his five seasons with the Patriots, he finished with 230 receptions for 2,383 yards and 12 touchdowns and was part of two Super Bowl winners. Also, Super Bowl 49 hero Malcolm Butler recently announced his retirement, and Janie Gillette from Patriots Wire wrote an article today called Bill Belichick Reflects Upon Malcolm Butler's Career But Dodges Questions on Benching. Here's some of what that article said. Over the weekend, a report revealed why New England Patriots head coach Bill Belichick may have benched cornerback Malcolm Butler in a Super Bowl. Tuesday was made clear that Belichick will still not reveal why it occurred. Quote, Malcolm's a great story, Belichick said. You're talking about a kid that's undrafted, really couldn't even get into a training camp, and then we brought him up here for a rookie minicamp tryout. He wasn't even signed uh, when we brought him up here. Uh, to see the fact that he had talent and see him grow and develop as a player, as a person when he was here, and what his four years of play here meant to the organization, it's pretty impressive. There's not a lot of guys that do that or do what he did. Although J.C. Jackson has followed a similar path, uh, but again, that's very unusual in terms of playing time and all that. I always enjoyed coaching Malcolm, and I have a lot of respect for the way he competed and what he did. Very similar to David Patton coming from nowhere and establishing himself and having a really good NFL career. Business is business, and sometimes players move for better opportunities like Malcolm did to Tennessee or David Patton did to Washington. As far as the Super Bowl benching incident, Belichick gave a shorter answer. Quote, in retrospect, looking back, I always try to do what's best for the football team, and that's what I'll continue to do, uh, try to look ahead and not back too much. 
And we finish off this first round of headlines with a story everybody will enjoy. Chad Finn wrote a story for the Boston Globe today that got me excited just by the headline. This much we know, the Patriots are going to be a very good football team this season. Uh, And anyone who, sorry, uh, jumped ahead. Here's how some of that article goes. All I know for sure is this, the 2021 New England Patriots, barring the unforeseeable, are going to be a very good football team this season. And anyone who doesn't believe that now is going to regret their error before September ends. The Patriots defense is clearly going to benefit from the growth of some of their second year players. Duggar is rangy and ferocious at safety, while linebacker Josh Uche has downright menace of the opposing quarterbacks during the preseason and joint practices. Mac Jones impressed all observers in camp with his accuracy, poise, command of the offense, and mastery of the small things that add up to big things. He was handed the job over Cam Newton. He won it. And with a deep cadre of running backs, a dependable offensive line, and a pair of talented tight ends with complementary skill sets in Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry, he is set up to succeed. This isn't to suggest that there won't be a few potholes along the way. And I do wonder if the loss of stalwart Joe, uh, guard Joe Tooney to the Chiefs in free agency has been underestimated. McCourty, a cornerstone who's a sure thing to receive a red jacket someday, turned 34 in August and has to slow down one of these seasons. So how much will they win? I've got them at 12-5 and five and ending the talented Bills in the AFC East. After the disjointed and lost 2020 season, the Patriots are back. It's going to be awfully fun to watch the rest of the NFL realize it. That wraps up the headlines for today, and I'm just about ready to get into our deep dives. But because there's always so much New England Patriots news, make sure that you stay up to date with all our content because you want to make sure that you don't miss out on anything. And if you're looking for a place to get more free Dear Pats Nation content, then make sure that you head on over to Newsbreak. Almost every single day, I post a minimum of two videos breaking down the latest New England Patriots news. So stay up to date with all our newest Dear Pats Nation content by going to www.newsbreak.com slash Nation. You can also find the link to our Newsbreak page in the profile here on ColorCast using the website tab. Newsbreak is a direct supporter of Dear Pats Nation, and every time you visit our page and download the link, it directly supports Dear Pats Nation. All right, and with the headlines and my first sponsor plug done, it's time to get into our first deep dive of the night, and the subject I'm covering is Bill's Reporter predicts that the Patriots will finish with a 6-11 and record. So last Friday, I had the opportunity to be part of the AFC East Roundtable, and I was astonished when Mario from Hashtag Sports, a Buffalo Bills video creator, predicted that the Patriots would finish the season with a 6-11 record. I don't think we should try to have any illusion that the Patriots are favorites for the East, and at this stage, I don't think it's fair to say New England should be considered Super Bowl favorites. However, after all the moves Bill Belichick made in the offseason, to say that the Patriots are going to lose two more games in last season is insanity. Let's start with what really matters, the Patriots quarterback. Though we haven't seen Mac Jones play a regular season game yet, it's not difficult to imagine that he will be an instant upgrade over the performance we saw from Cam Newton in 2020. Bill Belichick significantly upgraded the offense by signing Jonu Smith, Hunter Henry, Nelson Aguilar, and Kendrick Bourne. We saw during training camp that the preseason that Jacoby Myers showed that he was turning into a bona fide number one receiver. Let's also not forget that outside of a few exceptions around the league, almost no running back matches up to Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, J.J. Taylor, and James White. 
On top of all that, many experts around the NFL have all said that New England's offensive line will easily finish in the top five of the league this season. Now, I'm not saying that New England has a better offense than teams like Cleveland, Buffalo, or Kansas City, but it's not incompetent. And the Patriots will find a way to score points. And I'm willing to risk everything that I have when I say that Mac Jones will throw more than Cam Newton's eight touchdown passes last season. And look, now that we've talked about the Patriots' offense, let's talk about the Patriots' best unit, their defense. I spent time in yesterday's show correcting a Miami Dolphins writer who incorrectly described the Patriots' defense as questionable, proving that they had not paid attention to what the New England Patriots had done this season. And I guess for the sake of our friends in Western New York, I'll do it again. Now, I'm not exaggerating when I say that I dare you to find me a better collection of seven players, front seven players, than what the Patriots are going to put on the field this season. Let me be clear. I'm not asking you to point out a better front seven player. We all know that Aaron Donald exists, but there's no better unit. The star power and the depth that the Patriots possess in the trenches is insane, and I believe opposing coaches and quarterbacks are going to find it very difficult to predict what the Patriots' pressures are going to look like. The best way I saw it described is they'll know it's coming. They just don't know where it's coming from. You know, and when you look at guys that have these kind of skill sets, it's going to make things so difficult. Look at Lawrence Guy, Christian Barmore, and Davin Gotcha, who will bring constant pressure up the middle. Dietrich Weiss Jr., Chase Winovich, Henry Anderson, and Josh Uche will bring the pressure from the edge. Then the Patriots have the Romers and Dante Hightower, Juwan Bentley, Kyle Van Noy, Matthew, John, Matthew Judon, who can bring pressure from everywhere. Add in the contributions of the run defense and pass rush and what you're going to get from guys like Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar. This Patriots defense is going to be scary. The Patriots team is good. I don't think at this point it's fair to say they're great. They still have a lot of things that they need to prove. But I think most of us should feel comfortable believing that with the addition of the 17-game schedule, This Patriots team is more than capable of winning at least three games more than they did last season. I see almost no situation unless they're plagued by injuries and every position going forward that the Patriots are going to go backwards. Let me know in the comments what you think. What do you say to Mario that the Patriots will lose more games this season after all the moves that Bill Belichick made in the offseason? And what do you think the Patriots record is going to be this year? We want to hear what you have to say. Make sure you leave the comment uh, below. It's now time to hear, though, from Pats Nation. But first, let me take 30 seconds and tell you why you should join the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. For only $5 a month, we guarantee you four exclusive videos per week discussing all the latest New England Patriots news and answer all your comments and questions. Every second Friday, we host a live hangout exclusive to Patreon members where you have the option to join us on screen, watching the hangout, and participate in the chat box. We also send our daily topics to the Dear Pats Nation live stream and Patriots news desk for you to leave your comments and questions where they are guaranteed to be answered. So come join the Loyalty Club on Patreon over at www.patreon.com slash Sports. You can also find our Patreon link in our profile here on ColorCast. So you heard my opinion on the subject, but it's now time to hear the opinion of the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club. And we sent that same question out to them. We said, what do you say to Mario for predicting the Patriots will lose more games this season after all the moves that Belichick made this offseason? And what do you think the Patriots' final record will be? We got a few responses. First one comes from Thomas. I saw the show where Mario said that, and I was literally in shock. I just thought, Stuffy is taken. 
<laughs> uh, was a pretty funny show, though. Mario, our defense is top five. Our running is elite, and we're only going to get better as the season gets longer. We're back in, in the running. We're back in the running as elite. Our running back is elite, and we're only going to get better as longer. We're back with a vengeance. By the way, the first football game I ever saw you guys was you guys getting crushed in the Super Bowl by a defense led by some guy called Bill Belichick. I know that uh, feeling. He now has the guy such a defense again. No hate though, like your show. And my prediction for the le- uh, the wild, at least the wild card, uh, if it needs twelve wins, then what I go for. Alex says. Bill would never let the Patriots go 6-11 and 11 while he's a head coach, but now after we put all those new weapons on the team, after we dominate the Bills and all of the AFC East the last 20 years, you're going to disrespect our organization after just one losing year? That's low, even for a Bills fan. My record prediction, 12-5. and five. A lot of 12-5 and five predictions so far, two of them. Matt Coward says, hey, Mario, on your YouTube page, you say you are building a championship again. Uh, when you, <laughs> when did you win your first one? Also, before giving prediction of your opponent's teams, you should see who is playing before making a pick. I know that your team has lost four Super Bowls between 1991 and 1994. The last time you won an AFC championship game was 94. My senior year in high school. So why do you think you're on top of the mountain just because you won one year of football during a COVID year? Maybe you better make a better prediction because you are not two years in front of everybody else. And Ross said, as I said to Mary on the live stream, quote, can't trust the wisdom of a man who's always looking for a table to jump through. The Buffalo PTSD is real because we have made them look foolish for decades in the AFC. Based on talent alone, this should be a team with a floor of 11 and 6 to a ceiling of 14 and 3. Gotta love the passion coming from Pats Nation over at the Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. Uh, a lot of 12 and 5, a lot of people upset. Don't forget, Mario is joining our YouTube <laughs> show tonight, so you can come check that out. Uh, but yeah, man, I mean, I, I got a lot of Patriot fans being upset. I was upset when he said it. Are you kidding me? Like, I And I think, listen, I love Mario. Mario's our boy. He's not a friend of the show. He's our boy, right? Friend of the show is not a good thing in, in Dear Past Nation land, but he's our boy. And a part of me thinks that Mario was trying to goat me. Him and I like to throw barbs at each other. It's going to be a good knock tonight, though, because I'm just going to let everybody hang loose. And the Patreon people will get their comments on the live show, too, over on the DPN live show on YouTube, because we're going to be going after Mario. But yeah, it's uh love hearing from you guys. Hey, if you enjoy the Patriots News Desk and you're looking for more Patriots content and a more relaxed atmosphere, check out the Dear Pats Nation live show on YouTube, where my boy Connor and I talk about the Patriots and get into whatever kind of shenanigans our viewers get us into. It's a 100% fan-driven show. You ask the questions, you make the comments, and Connor and I take care of the fun. So come check out the Dear Pats Nation live show every Sunday through Thursday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can find the link to our YouTube channel in the profile here on ColorCast. So it's always great to hear from Pats Nation. If you want to leave your comment for the Patriots News Desk, make sure that you sign up for the Patreon loyalty, Dear Pats Nation Loyalty Club on Patreon. Uh, So we do have another story to deep dive before the night is over. But first, we need to look at five more stories and opinions that should pique the interest of Pats Nation. Now, it wouldn't be a Patriots news desk if we didn't figure out a way to sneak in an article from the Boston Herald's Andrew Callahan. Uh, But this is a good one. The article is called Patriots announced five captains for the 2021 season. Here's how some of that article went. It said the Patriots announced five team captains Wednesday in safety Devin McCourty, linebacker Dante Hightower, center David Andrews, running back James White, and core special teamer Matthew Slater. All five have previous experience serving as captains and were selected after a team vote. 
McCordy and Slater were honored for the 11th straight season. Andrews is in his fifth season as captain, and White is entering his fourth. Hightower replaces defensive tackle Lawrence Guy and fellow linebacker Juwan Bentley, who were selected last year for the first time. This will be Hightower's fourth season as a captain after 2016, 17, and 19. And guys, it's that time of the year again where teams have to release their daily injury reports. And with every report, fans get a little bit anxious. And today's one of those days. But Henry McKenna of Patriots Wire wrote that an article called Wide Receiver Nelson Aguilar among three limited at Patriots practice ahead of week one. Here's how some of that article went. The New England Patriots had perfect attendance at practice on Wednesday ahead of week one against the Miami Dolphins at Gillette Stadium on Sunday. New England had three limited players, receiver Nelson Aguilar, ankle, tackle Yodnik Yuste, hamstring, and safety slash cornerback Jalen Mills, ankle. Aguilar has been in the starting receivers during training camp and preseason when healthy. He joined the Patriots this season on a two-year deal worth $22 million. And let's stick with Henry McKenna and Patriots Wire because the story is a little too juicy to ignore. But Cam Newton made headlines today. And McKenna's headline is called, Cam Newton says he's not retiring and has a lot of things to get off his chest. Here's what some of the article says. The Patriots cut Newton last week when the team was trimming to 53 men. Bill Belichick named Mac Jones as the starting quarterback for week one, but did not say why the team parted ways with Newton, who would have been a capable backup if they kept him. Here's what Cam Newton said, quote, I have a lot of things I need to get off my chest. This is not a retirement speech. I have a lot of football still in me, Newton said in his post. And I want to stick with the Cam story for a little bit and get a little bit of be- opinion behind it, because you can tell that those writers over at Fansided are just licking their chops to see this video. Thomas Corrente wrote an article to called to Cam Newton's to wrote an article about Cam Newton's post called Cam Newton about to blast Bill Belichick on Instagram. Here's what the article said. Cam Newton was a roster casualty of the New England Patriots just over a week ago, and he's yet to find a job since rookie Mac Jones was named the starting quarterback. We also didn't hear much from Cam at the time outside of a farewell Instagram post. Could we finally get information from the source? Patriot fans have come to love Newton for his character and personality during his short tenure in New England, so perhaps some will believe what he may have to say. After all, there was one big uh, unsubstantiated, refuted rumor regarding his departure, which had to do with his vaccination status and the mishap with regarding an administrative COVID test forced Newton out of action for crucial joint practices against the New York Giants, and it was reported that the Patriots were frustrated by the situation. There's surely a healthy chunk of information we're not aware of. Hopefully, Newton can clarify that for the fans and how he's now that he's out of the propaganda machine that is the Patriots organization, I ch- I have made it a goal of mine not to make comments on the headlines, so I'm not going to make comments. But this Newton thing, I might have to wait till Friday, but it's probably going to be a deep dive next week. Uh, let's finish off the headlines with fan-sided, though, but it's time for us to get a little less clickbaity and a little bit more Patriots-friendly. As Owen Chrysophily wrote an article called New England Predicts New England Patriots predicted to exceed expectations during the 2021 season. Here's what some of that article had to say. Excitement is through the roof surrounding the Patriots right now. The front office put in a lot of work through the offseason to ensure the team will not go 7-9 and nine this season. 
After an encouraging preseason, fans are ready to see if those results will translate to the regular season action. The main reason New England is predicted to exceed expectations this season is probably because nobody really knows what to expect from them. There were wildly inconsistent last season with Newton under center, and just when everyone felt like they were beginning to figure out what to expect from him, head coach Bill Belichick cut him. Everyone's been too enamored with the Jones situation to truly figure out what to expect from this team. You will see gaudy predictions on what they can and can't accomplish with Jones under center, but the reality of this team is easily to be able to pick up more wins than they did last season, regardless of what Jones does. If the minimal expectations of the New England Patriots win is eight wins, they will exceed that easily. People around the league clearly recognize the improvements New England has made, and in short time, the rest of the world will too. Only time will tell whether the Patriots can exceed their expectations, but as of right now, they sure do look like a safe bet to do so. And guys, we're rapidly coming to the end of tonight's Patriots News Desk show, and it's time to us to take our second deep dive of the night. Let me take one second, though, to thank everybody who's tuning in live. The numbers are, are low. We're hoping to get them back up, but uh, we love ColorCast over here. It's a growing platform, and we're hoping that the Dear Pats Nation family will grow it with us. Y'all came with me to Sportscaster. A bunch of you came with me to Newsbreak. Come on over to ColorCast. We appreciate y'all. Um, so here's our last one of the night. It says, uh, from teammates to foes, Mac Jones and Tua Tango Viola square off in the Patriots versus Dolphins week one matchup. Now the New England Patriots will be kicking off their season against the Miami Dolphins on Sunday. And anytime that you have two divisional rivals meet up, it's always going to mean a whole lot. However, the matchup between former Alabama teammates Mac Jones representing the Patriots and Tua Tango Viola representing the Dolphins is one of the storylines that makes this game even more exciting. At this time, most people are expecting the Buffalo Bills to win the AFC East, leaving the Patriots and the Dolphins to fight it out for second place, as both teams are expected to at least fight for a wildcard spot this season. Uh, there are some overly optimistic media members and fans on both teams that believe that their respective teams will win the division. Uh, and even though Sunday is the first game of the season, with the AFC East expected to be a division that's very tight and an entire AFC that's expected to be a dogfight for a playoff spot, this game already has huge implications. Regardless of how this game impacts the standings, Sunday's matchup will also be about bragging rights. And it won't just be between the Patriots and Dolphins fan base. The two quarterbacks will also have bragging rights on each other as well. With all that being said, just because there's bragging rights on the line, it doesn't mean that Mac Jones doesn't have anything but good things to say about his former Alabama teammate. In fact, in a recent Clutch Point article, the author quotes Jones tipping his hat to both Tua and Philadelphia Eagles starting quarterback Jalen Hurts. Quote, Tua's an awesome guy, Jones said on WEEI. He's a really good, talented football player. Learning from him and Jalen Hurts was great. Obviously, now that we're all getting a chance here in the NFL, I think it'll be cool to go up against each other. Jones has the opportunity to discuss the injury that Tua suffered his final year at Alabama as well, and also talking about Jones watching Tua's rehab, saying, quote, I think Tua obviously coming off the injury, that can't be easy, said Jones, and being there with him while he was going to rehab, and that was obviously hard. He's obviously made a lot of improvements. I'm sure he feels more comfortable. He's always talented, and he will always have talent. Sunday's game should be full of fireworks. It could also be cool to watch the first battle between two quarterbacks who should go head-to-head -head twice a season for the next decade or so. Let me know in the comments, what do you think is going to come off better in the first matchup? To, who's going to come off better in the first matchup, Tua or Mac? 
And how much of an impact will the quarterback position have on the outcome of this game? Guys, and that just about wraps up the Patriots news desk here on ColorCast. Make sure that you tune in live Monday through Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you came late or you just want the opportunity to hear it again, it will be available on our YouTube channel tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time or available for download tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on whatever podcast network you use to get your podcast. Just simply look up Dear Pats Nation. Don't forget to check us out on Newsbreak, Patreon, and on our YouTube channel. Thanks a lot for everybody who tuned into today's show. Until next time, it's your boy Ray here. Thanks a lot for tuning in. Take care. You're welcome. See ya. Hey, listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. Hi, I'm Logan Anderson, host of the Say the Damn Score podcast. On my show, I deep dive into the sports broadcasting business by, you guessed it, talking to sportscasters. The show has featured big names like Bob Costas, Kenny Albert, and Vern Lundquist, as well as many up-and-coming broadcasters who you may not know yet, but you will know soon. Whether you're looking for professional development as a sportscaster, different career paths, or if you just want to be entertained by hearing some of the best storytellers in the world tell their own stories, this podcast is for you. You can subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, or you can visit our website, saythedamnscore.com.